1: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America-wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 chat. It is
0: 1234 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and... Brendan Scott with you on Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal's an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. We are pleased to be joined on the line by our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W I L H A U K today. We welcome back to the show one of the most plugged-in men in the business, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers.
2: Hi Elliot, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today,
0: Bob? Oh, we're it's going pretty good. What a difference yes. a month Yes. A month ago the first place. Yeah, are you are you surprised by that?
2: A little bit. I mean, I think a lot of people had big hopes for the Oilers. Um, But the way it started, I think maybe some of us started to wonder. uh, If anything, anything, I think it just shows the value of uh, roles, right? Like when you have people playing in the roles that they're kind of accustomed to, um, then, I, then I think it, it kind of makes everything better. And, you know, everybody's injured, everybody's banged up, but Smith coming back, at least what it's done is he and Koskinen are kind of playing in terms of their roles, what everybody envisioned, and I think it, it helps. I, I don't think there's any question it helps.
0: Well, well, it's interesting because, I, you know, the Oilers did lead last year, uh, the Canadian teams in winning percentage. They also had the second-best goals against and mm-hmm. uh, I said about a week and a half ago, if the team could get from 8.95 save percentage to 9.05, uh, I could see them competing for a playoff spot. And then Mike Smith decided to play like a modern-day Dominic Kashik over a stretch here. Mm-hmm. And suffice to say, we're looking at something that's completely different now. Um, it, this will be an interesting series coming up against Toronto, won't it be?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, for I mean, there's the obvious reasons. All the star power, even though Matthews didn't skate today, and we'll see what exactly is going on there. But all the star power makes it interesting, and now you're looking at one, two in the Canadian division makes it even more interesting. With plenty of. Plenty of room for Twitter hate this weekend. That's oh, what we all want.
0: Oh, is that what we all want? You know what? I, I speaking of Twitter. I know last week uh, yeah. you did the. You, you talked about how much you love doing the Instigators, uh, and who yeah.
2: are who who are the uh, guest hosts or who are the hosts of the Instigators? Andrew Peters and Craig Rave. Now Marty Veron's there from time to time, but those are the two big guys.
0: All right. Yesterday we had. Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality, George LaRocon. and he okay. spoke so we're just going to put you on hold here, and he spoke about his, he fought Andrew Peters twice,
3: uh, here's some thoughts You know what, Bob I'm cutting up the podcast here and it's uh, it's loading, I've got the white wheel of death for a minute uh, okay. Oh, Hang on, hang on, hang
1: on, hang on, here we go I remember it was in Edmonton, and uh, we were playing, and then, uh, my cousin, which was Johnny Grumpy, I was tell me, you know, Peters is going to ask you to go, and I was like, I don't care. Uh, Peters is, uh, Landy Roth told him not to fight me. He didn't want me to fight me because he said You're gonna, it's going to let up the crowd uh, in Edmonton, so don't do it. Don't fight him. So we're standing in a face off and he's in front of me, and I hate when guys were asking me because I was like, no, I'm going to destabilize them. I'm going to ask him. So... In front of me, and I was like, Andrew, you want to do this? And he's so surprised because usually he's the one that would be asking a guy like me because he wants right. to make a name for himself. So he's like, Bobby's like, Oh my God, what did I do? Why did George just ask me? He's like, Yeah, sure, thanks. And then, uh, yeah. It's have been harder to fight you, Bob. I think uh, <laughs> if I was going to fight than that one, but I think he was very nervous, so you know it didn't help him and stuff. So it it didn't, and he didn't, and he, he didn't, didn't play into the ship after because Lindy Ross was like, I told you not to fight him now. Look at the crowd, look at everything, and, yeah,
0: you know, you uh, to, yeah, George, uh, Andrew Peters would mop the floor with me, but I would have been- there you go, Elliot. I, I, you know what? The chances of that happening in that sequencing, uh, unfortunately for Peters, the two times he fought Georgie, lost his balance both time. I'll stand by my comment. He mopped the floor of me, but uh, I, 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 you know, it's, you it's, know, it's
2: Look, look George, it, it, like assuming that like, it's all true, uh, Andrew, Andrew wouldn't be the first guy who was nervous about <laughs> facing think? George Larac. Yeah, <laughs> like George at his peak, he scared everybody. So. I'm, I don't like. I, I don't look at that as a negative at anyone. George was was an intimidating, intimidating presence. They, you know
0: what? All I can say is guys were lucky he didn't fight mad. I mean, he fought Rob Ray mad one time in Buffalo, and I don't think Rob Ray was ever really the same, and of course Ray had the reputation for coming out of his you-know-what, his crap, and uh, yeah. that worked his advantage, but George, I mean, he's left-handed, he's stronger than anybody, he's huge, he'd get the helmet off the guy right away, and he, I mean, it was just kind of a funny, I mean, it was kind of funny, because you know, I just I, I had to laugh, and uh, you know, I, I would say this: like uh, God rest his soul. But a guy like Todd Ewan, who who dropped Bob Robert one time, he, you know, we had those long arms. He's the type of guy that could hurt you with it. A- on any given day in that role. Even the toughest guys get knocked off once. The, the problem that Todd oh, yeah. had, the problem Todd had, is he had to fight Bob Robert every time he played him because he dropped Bob Robert, right? So uh, mm-hmm. that com- We don't have a lot of that anymore in the league. Tom Wilson last night. I got to ask you this: huge hit on. Mark Jankowski, okay? Yeah. You know Brian Burks in Pittsburgh, and so too mm-hmm. is Ron Hextall. Do you think mm-hmm. the Penguins at some point look to potentially add a little bit of muscle, knowing the history of the president, even though that wasn't necessarily the modus operandi of Hextall in Philadelphia?
2: Yeah, I think it could be possible. Like, ultimately, like, what I really believe is that Hextall is going to have a lot of the juice there. And I think Berkey's going to be like a sounding board. Um, I, you know, when when he was in Calgary with with Brad Tree Living, I think Tree Living made a lot of the calls, and Berkey was just like are you sure, or, you know, he'd, or, or Berkey would run, uh, would manage up. Like, like Burke wasn't making the, the biggest hockey calls in Calgary. I think things had to run through him from time to time, but it wasn't like he was saying, do this or, or do that. That sounds like it's going to be the setup in Hextall. I think Hextall is going to have a lot of the say. However, um, you know, you know what Berkey's vote would be. The one thing is, don't forget, they tried it once ryan reeves and it didn't really work for them and so i'd be curious to see you know what kind of road they would go down if they tried to do that there you know bob the bottom line is there just aren't many of those guys left no that's why tom wilson got the contract he got because there aren't many of those guys left and that makes them even more valuable if you've got them
0: well, the Islanders have two, but they only play one of them in about half the games because they have Ross Johnson and they have Matt Martin. And not, I mean, they're not as effective as Tom Wilson. Uh, but you know, they're in the same division and I just watch Washington with that big, heavy team and they pound Pittsburgh every chance they get them. And we know Pittsburgh's trying to keep the dream alive. The Oilers signed Cassian, uh, to a four year extension of 3.2 million and, and the games, you know, there. I, I know we had fans in Edmonton that did not like uh, the Antoine Roussel play with uh, yes, the Poliarmi. My only issue is that that's got to be a double minor. How that's a single minor? Right? You you can't just punch a guy in face a, a guy in the face and only get one minor. Uh, so, um, but anyhow, it is it is because the game. I mean, there's different ways to counteract that. And One of the ways is to have a real good power play, and that's kind of been the way yeah. the Leafs have done it, right? A bit, and I, I and think not th-
2: until lately. Yeah, Calgary yeah, they're Flames for their last eleven. Yeah, Calgary Flames, Elliot. Have you got them figured out yet? No, I don't even think they've got themselves figured out yet. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. Like there have been a few teams in the Canadian Division this year, and Ottawa's won, and Montreal's now going through it now, and uh, and and Calgary's kind of there too. Ottawa earlier in the year, if there was a momentum point in the game and they got a save or two they really started flying. Like They would say, oh, okay, we're, we're good tonight. We're getting saves, and, and, and they would give you games. And, but then when they saw the puck was going in, they weren't even in games. And I I think they're like that. Like if Murray or or Hogberg was hurt right now or whoever it is, whether it's going to be Joey Decord or Gustafson, whoever it's going to be, like the Senators to me, if they get a save at a big point in the game, they're like, all right, we're in this. And and we're going and we're growing confidence. And I see that with Montreal last night. Like you can see it when, when Price gave up those two goals, they just sagged. And Calgary's going, like this week, Calgary, um, you know, they that la- game last Saturday night with you, Markstrom doesn't look right. He gives up two goals early, and someone says to me at the show, this game's over. I'm like, there's 55 minutes to go. And they're like, it doesn't matter. This game's over. Calgary's not coming back. And, and you guys blew them out. And then they go into Toronto. Riddick shuts them out, and they win. Riddick battles hard in, in game two, and they lose 2-1 in overtime. And then last night, Riddick has a rough night, and they lose... 6 to 1. And you know like the like like Calgary to me is that same team right now. If they get a save, they're in it. If not, they're really fragile. Now I, as you know, Bob, like five hours before I come on this show on Fridays, I do Calgary, and boy, like Brett Warner is not a happy guy right now, and the and and the Calgary fans are, are not happy right now, and you know they want Sam Bennett run right out of town, which is fine, but it's not like you can tell me that trading Sam Bennett's going to solve all your problems. Like I know they're mad at Sam Bennett because he asked for a trade and his agent went public with it, but there are bigger problems than, than just him. Like they are. Not there right now. And, um, you know, the, the tough thing is, is that if you look at the Canadian division, the math, it's starting to spread its way out. Like, the yes, math is. is good for Toronto. The math is good for Edmonton. The math is good for Winnipeg. The math is still good for Montreal, although they're not going very well right now. The math, I mean, Ottawa, the math is terrible. The math is terrible for Vancouver. And the math is really starting to turn on Calgary. And the thing thing I said to them right now is, unless you're making a trade in Canada right now, yep. are you making a deal that takes your guy out of the lineup and prevents you from getting the other guy in for at least two weeks and we saw what happened to Dubois? So when the Flames kind of say, as they said this week, the solution comes from within... I I really believe the solution has to come. Unless they just decide we've got such a good move here, we have no choice but to do it, it's tough to make a blockbuster out of the country right now because you're basically saying we're playing shorthanded for three weeks.
0: And that's what happened with Winnipeg and the Dubois deal. They were down for a couple weeks there.
2: Elliot, the thing that helped them with Bob is, I don't know. They obviously didn't plan it this way, but doing it early, I think, really is going to save them.
0: Yeah, I, you know, they, hey, and they got a, I mean, they got one of the two goaltenders that's going to be in between the pipes for the U.S. and the Olympics, assuming I we go. I also
2: think that the, I, I like their team a lot. I think they're a little thin defensively, but I think they're, but even like that third line, I think is really good. Like, I think they've got a good group. Yeah, they got
0: some size down the middle. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Creek Resort and Casino. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. All right, we're going to shuffle off back to Buffalo. Jeff Skinner, Ralph Krueger, Taylor Hall. Taylor, I got a the text last night during our game. You know Taylor Hall's got one goal this year. Yes, I know, Taylor. Curtis Lazar has four goals. I mean... You know, Riley Sheen has. I am stunned. Uh, except when I watch Buffalo play, I'm not as much stunned because to me Taylor doesn't look quite right now. Right now, and I'm I, I'm a believer of Taylor's ability. But the Jeff Skinner situation. This thing is just. This is a tough situation for the Buffalo Sabers organization, isn't it?
2: It is. Um, now. Uh, I, I, I will i'll you know i listened today to uh, ralph kruger and like you know it's just like you know eichel now is banged up allmark got hurt last night he's available for the weekend um Arista Leinen, they're hoping could play this weekend which i was very excited to hear i mean good i'm really right. glad to hear that you know everything is is kind of going wrong now um you know skinner You know, they they made him available today. They didn't say if he was going to play this weekend. Kruger has a rule. He doesn't say it until the game. Um, But it sounds like he's got a chance to come back in. You know, you could tell that... Skinner's not happy. The agent on me had a conversation. You know, he said that, you know, he would wait a week to see what happens, what transpires before he would talk further. I mean, it's just, I mean, everything that could go wrong there is, is going wrong. They're having one of those just awful years where nothing goes your way. Um, you know the whole Skinner thing. First of all, you can't scratch a guy making 72 million for three games in a row before you're without your owners knowing about it. Like there's, right. they had to run this all the way up the food chain. There's just nothing else you can say about it. I'm really curious. The Skinner said today he wants he wants to stay in Buffalo, but I just can't help. Think that first of all, I don't even know if he can trade the contract. But it starts with, are you willing to go somewhere? And I, sh- I'm sure those conversations are kind of happening.
0: In your 31 thoughts this week, you commented on Ryan Nugent Hopkins.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, obviously he's a UFA at the end of the year. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, my belief is that you know, one of the things that happens is. When you're the Oilers and I look I look at nurse this way and I look
0: Did we lose our man Elliot? I think we lost Elliot. Do you still have me? I've got you. All right. Uh, well, why don't you see if you can reach back to uh, Elliot because I think the listeners, if possible, would like to hear what Elliot had to say about uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Just a quick couple notes. Sounds like Jack Campbell will start tomorrow for Toronto. Austin Matthews did not skate today. Uh, Sheldon Keefe did not uh, rule out the possibility that he would be in the lineup uh, for... Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow. That's a five o'clock puck drop, by the way, against against the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So we'll have to wait in that uh, on that front. Okay, we're good now. We think we have Elliot now. Let's circle back to Elliot Freeman. Elliot, you were just saying about Ryan Nugent Hopkins and yeah, Darnell Nurse. Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah. So what what I would say, Bob, is that like if you lose those guys, you have to replace them. You have to bring somebody into Edmonton. It's probably going to cost you more, and secondly, you're going to. The chances are you lose the connection of players who want to be Edmonton Oilers, whose first choice is to be an oiler. And I think at the end of the day, Nugent Hopkins wants to be an oiler. The organization recognizes that, and they value it. The problem is, is that you know. I think there were a lot of people who thought we'd be much more ahead yep. of where we are in terms of financial recovery. I think that's thrown a wrench into it that everybody's got to kind of figure out. Um, and But I do believe at the end of the day, he wants to be there. They want him to be there. They don't want to have to go out and replace him. Just how do you cross that bridge? But I believe that if there's a will on both sides, and there absolutely is a will on both sides, it gives you your best possible chance of sorting it out.
0: Elliot, we appreciate that you took time uh, to, to call us back. Thank you for joining us in Oilers Now. We'll hook up next week.
2: All right, guys. Have a great weekend.
0: That is Elliot Friedman. It is 12.51 12, 12 in Edmonton. I'll take a quick time out. You're listening to Oilers Now.
1: Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad.
0: Connor McDavid with a pedestrian 26 points over the last 13 games. <laughs> uh, Pro rated scoring, whatever you want to call that, era adjusted. Uh, his current pace is the ninth highest scoring season in NHL history to start the year. Take that for what it's worth. As we go to NHL Today, which is brought to you daily on uh, Oilers Now and has been on uh, this version of the show since it moved over to 630 Chat back in 2011 for the last 10 years. NHL Today for elite promotional marketing company branded PPE available, including logoed masks, all created in-house. Drew Shamahorn and the group at Elite Edmonton owned and operated. Visit ElitePromomarketing.com back at the 630 Ched Studios. Brennan Escott. Scott.
3: No Canadian action tonight, but it does start early tomorrow. Ottawa hosting Calgary at 11 o'clock our time. The Oilers, of course, welcome Toronto. Uh, 5 o'clock here on 630 Chad. and then it's Winnipeg home to Montreal again in the nightcap. Kevin Lowe, Angela James, Bill Hay, all named the order of, named to the order of hockey in Canada. Uh, that's the class 2021 today. They'll get a a gala dinner to honour them in June. Bakersfield Condors looking for uh, win number one, but of course had last night's game postponed, so they're off until next week, and then the Edmonton Oil Kings are kicking off their 24-game regular season tonight against the Lethbridge Hurricanes downtown community arena. They'll uh, play the rematch down in Lethbridge tomorrow night.
0: And we go to the Oilers Now
3: injury report
0: brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. For every goal the Oilers score, James H. Brown donates $100 to 630 Jets, Santa's anon- Anonymous. Here is Brendan Escott.
3: Terrace and James Neal, both day-to-day. William Laguson on the IR with a wrist injury. Cassian and Cuckoo on the long-term injured reserve. Toronto might be without uh, goaltender Frederick Anderson for uh, this game against the Oilers. He's missed the last two with a lower body issue. Austin Matthews playing through a bad wrist. Jake Muzzin, a facial fracture. He's out indefinitely. Wayne Simmons on the shelf with a broken wrist. Joe Thornton is day-to-day with a lower body ailment. Um, and you saw Josh Anderson leave the uh, game against Winnipeg last night after a bit of a slew foot from Dylan DeMello. Dominique Ducharme saying it's not too serious, but uh, he left looking a little gingerly on the, on the lower half there.
0: We'll give you some more updates. Uh, Mark Masters from TSN reports that Jack Campbell has declared himself good to go. He's not played since he got stepped on by Matthew Kachuk back on January 24th. Keith added, Austin Matthews hasn't been ruled out for tomorrow's game. The Leafs' lines today, both Muzzin and Thornton were back. Tavares with Thornton and Marner. Kerfoot with uh, Barabanov and Elander. Engvall with Mikheyev and Hyman. Boyd with Batan and Spezza. The extras were Sabrin, Galchenyuk who's yet to play for them, and uh, VC, who uh, might be a little bit in the doghouse there. Morgan Riley with TJ Brody, Jake Muzzin was back with Justin Hall, and they had, uh, Dermot, Travis Dermot, who played with Connor McDavid and Erie, was Zach Bogosian, and the two goalies they had going were Campbell and Hutchinson. So, Anderson was on the ice early, uh, before the main practice, uh, Started Again, uh, that information supplied by uh, Mark Masters. Yesterday, the Bakersfield Condors trying to build on their two victories over the weekend. Uh, ended up uh, having their game against San Jose canceled. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting decision by San Jose. They got their farm team and the NHL team playing out of the same venue in a market that has uh, pretty stringent rules when it comes to... Uh, to how COVID situations are handled and, uh, both teams ended up getting their games canceled yesterday. Now you can text us anytime on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 496 We're going to try to squeeze some in during the course of the final hour of, uh, Oilers now. Of course, it would help if I could actually log into that right now and I can't. So, uh, we'll have to wait until, uh, we get up, uh, <laughs> uh, This text comes in, no Muzzin, ooh, that's like losing Larson, but they can't handle losing Muzzin at this point. Well, he's back. And as of yesterday, Jake Muzzin was actually second in the NHL in even strength scoring by defenseman behind a uh, guy that you may have heard of, and that is Darnell Nurse. Hmm. Jay says, Bob, what surprises me the most is that the 25% completion mark of the season with Nugent Hopkins, he looks weak on the puck and consistently losing puck battles if he wants to raise on his next contract. He really isn't showing, uh, that he wants to be an Edmonton. Uh, he's done a good job killing penalties. He's got decent offensive numbers. What's he got? I think he's got like 19 points in 22 games. He's not gone on a heater yet offensively. You gotta think. Um, uh, you got to think that there's a distinct possibility that he's going to get going here with Connor McDavid because McDavid has been off the charts. At twelve fifty-eight, we will head off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Your favorite Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. When we come back on Oilers Now,
2: Oilers Now with Bob
3: Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.